This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back. I'm your host, Eves, and you're tuned into This Day in History class, a show that takes history and squeezes it into bite-sized stories. Today is November 9th, 2019. The day was November 9th, 1965. A huge electrical power failure sent parts of Ontario and the northeastern United States into darkness for up to 13 hours. At 5.16 p.m., a safety relay on a transmission line at Sir Adam Beck Station on the Ontario side of Niagara Falls tripped. That sent a surge of power south and caused nearby power lines to overload and fail. The failure caused blackouts in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Vermont, Pennsylvania, and the Canadian province of Ontario. Some cities that had their own electric utilities were not plunged into darkness. Though around 30 million people were affected by the blackout, the full moon that night did provide some light. Since it was a weekday rush hour when the blackout began, it was particularly disruptive. People were trapped in subways and elevators, and stoplights were out. Airplanes were unable to land, and trains were brought to a halt. Backup generators allowed telephone exchanges and some radio stations to keep running. Police and the National Guard were called in to stop looting, but there were few instances of rioting or looting during the confusion. Television networks faced a problem in getting news out about the blackout, since they relied on electricity. CBS's news program, which originated in New York, had to turn to a backup studio in Washington, and anchor Walter Cronkite had to deliver the blackout story by telephone to anchor Roger Mudd in Washington. The New York Times had to print a 10-page paper for November 10th at the printing presses of a New Jersey publisher. The Times was New York City's only major daily paper to put out an edition on the morning of the 10th. Power was gradually restored to the affected areas throughout the night and into the morning. Questions and rumors swirled about the cause of the outage, including one that it was an act of sabotage. People feared it was an attack, partly due to Cold War tensions, but authorities denied there was any foul play. Human interest stories were printed in newspapers, One story, for instance, reported that a boy in New Hampshire hit a light pole at the exact moment the power went out, and he ran home thinking he caused the blackout. U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson sent a memorandum to the chairman of the Federal Power Commission, saying in part, Today's failure is a dramatic reminder of the importance of the uninterrupted flow of power to the health, safety, and well-being of our citizens and the defense of our country. This failure should be immediately and carefully investigated in order to prevent a recurrence. It took investigators less than a week to figure out the cause of the blackout, the faulty relay, and officials announced the failure to the public. After the blackout, people were compelled to reconsider their reliance on electricity. Electrical engineers re-examined the power grid system, and regional reliability councils that establish industry standards, share information for systems analysis, and coordinate system design and operation were formed in the wake of the 1965 blackout. A myth emerged that a high number of babies were born nine months to the day after the blackout, but it was debunked. Some conspiracy theorists, though, still doubt that the relay was the reason for the blackout. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. 
Send your best history memes to us at T-D-I-H-C Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can send your thoughts or comments to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We'll see you again tomorrow with another one. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.